It's time to get away from it all. Doesn't matter if you say you or y'all. Let's all get out there and have some fun. Bluff City Outdoor Show is for everyone. Welcome to the Bluff City Outdoor Show. Thank you, Perry Woods, and yes, indeed, welcome to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on 101.9 and 94.1 News Talk STL. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Quentin and my partner and co-host, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, Mark McMurray. Great to see you, dude. Hey, it's good to be back. Yeah, got a haircut, looking fresh. Oh, yeah, yeah, get that now. Cleaned up and ready to go. And nobody recognized me. I mean, cognito. <laughs> so, uh, Mark wasn't with us last week. Mike Marfell, professional fisherman, was in with us. So, uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've uh, had a chance to talk, so... Um, got a great show for you today. By the way, we're going to have a guest, uh, Jared Cottingham, and I am intentionally staying um, uh, with as few details about this conversation as possible. I know he runs a charitable event called the Squirrel Bowl. Squirrel Bowl. But yeah. I want to find out. Yeah, he, when you find out, when everybody it. else finds out. So looking forward to that conversation in just a few moments. We'll also have uh, an abbreviated version of the fishing report a little bit later in the show. But since it's been a couple weeks, um, I wanted to start with just uh, the latest at, at the shop at Bluff City. And, and uh, you know, it's a it's a as we were talking to Mike last week. For the hardcore guys and the, some of the tournament guys, uh, there's a lot going uh, on out on the water, um, and uh, it's uh, still hunting season. So um, I'd imagine that there's a it's a busy busy store. Right yeah, now. It, it it's it's been staying pretty busy. I mean, it's uh, you know you get them kind of real nasty weather days. You know, foot traffic's a little slow, but but you know overall, I mean, it's people are hunting. They're still fishing. Yeah, you know, and then at the shop, we're just getting so much merchandise in. Because it's you know the fishing show fishing show oh, season yeah, is yeah that's right so we got to load up our mega displays and I, you know all, I schedule all that stuff to come in you know usually by December fifteenth the bulk of it's in yeah now, you know so. what I you, gosh time just flies so much and um, yeah I didn't even I didn't even realize until you just said that how close we are to all of the the shows the the big show the Collinsville show that's in January yeah, it's, right it's like the 6th 7th 8th it's first weekend there in January it's like wow. a, a month wow and that know. show is awesome that show's awesome that's probably the biggest show in our area right every, yeah every i mean you, there's others there's others like the St. Louis boat show but that's a yacht show if you're a yeah, fisherman really and you know, the Collinsville Let's Go Fishing is where you want to go. It, it's one of the best ones in the country. Yeah, it really it's is. It's just a great event. Yeah, free parking. I mean, that's just yeah. all the, a lot of these other ones we go to when we go out of town, and, you know, they got to pay for parking and stuff. Yeah, free parking. Re- it's reasonable admission. Mm-hmm. Kids are free. I think mm-hmm. Friday might be a senior discount day. Uh, but it's just it's just a great event. I mean, it, we have a great time. I'm, you know, we meet a lot of our regular customers come in and say hi and buy some stuff and that's so cool. You know, and then a lot of people that aren't our regular customers, they come in and they go, where are you guys located? And I'll say, yeah. up in Alton. And they go, you got all this stuff up there? And I go, this all comes off the shelf, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. And you guys were, I mean, you're a big part of that show because it is massive. It's, it, it is, you know, at the um, uh, Gateway Center, right? It's at the Gateway yeah, Center, yeah. So big, you know, uh, uh, big space there. And you guys were, like, you walk in the front door, Right in the middle of the 
you know, the heart of the convention, and there was the big Bluff City Outdoors booth. Yeah, so. it's it, and that's a nice. I mean, it's it, it's a great booth. Uh, we worked hard to set it up that way, and uh, if you if you see the kids fishing pond, just look a little it, well, bit past it, and then we're right there. So that was the that was the epiphany that I just had. That was what just blew my mind because I re- la- remember going to it last year with my son, who uh, was five. He's now six. And he fished in the in the indoor fishing pond there, and it was during it was right when we had the flood in our studio from the yeah, pipes yeah, freezing yeah. on Christmas Eve. We were still we were right in the middle of that restoration process, and so I was that day that day that that night that I went came to the show. I went from the station to the show back to the station because there was so much going on with the cleanup and everything. And to think that that, that was a year ago, to think that we're just weeks away from yep. that coming back is just, uh, yeah, that just kind of blew my mind right, right there. And I'm really looking forward to it this year because knock on wood, there won't be any craziness going on in my life. And I won't, because I remember, you know, we really wanted to go out there and I had been promising him we would go for, you know, a couple of weeks. And, but I was, but, you know, with everything going on, I, I was rushed and I, you know, like I wasn't able to enjoy it as much as I, as I would have liked to. And this year I plan to, you know, really take it all in and, 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 and check and out. It was kind of cool about it too, is it, and this is the first time in years over there, but I offered up to the uh, the person that runs the show, Jamie. I said, "Hey, I said I got I got some guys. If you want them to do a seminar, some yeah. of my some local people, I yeah. said, you know, I said they're they're doing it. Uh, so three of my pro staffers are are going to be giving seminars. Oh, that's super. Yeah, that's and two of them cool. we've had on the show. Uh, Shiloh Shapo. He mm-hmm. moved about a year ago down to Alabama. He's pursuing a uh, professional crappie fisherman life. Oh, cool. Uh, Good for him. And he, he'll he be helping me at our booth. He's, he actually volunteered to help us at every show. He's going to drive up and meet us. So that's great. And then the fishing magician, Eric Morey, yeah. is going to be giving a seminar. And then uh, Best nickname in all of fishing. Best nickname fishing in all magician. of fishing. <laughs> it's a great Q, nickname. you're legit. If, you're named, if your nickname is the fishing magician, then you are the real deal. You know, like there's no, you don't get a nickname like that without, uh, without being legit. And then, uh, and then Will Ash, who helped build our building. He was yeah. the young guy yeah, that was yeah. working for me for that year. Uh, he started a charter service and he will be giving a seminar on catfishing. So. That's super cool. And I know, uh, last year, I don't know if he'll be with you again, but Mike Marfell was in yeah, the booth Mike, with I, you I wanted, I want him all there weekend too. as well. And I know that he gets, uh, a lot of people picking his brain. When you know at those those type of events, it was like that at the um, at the one at uh, Pierre Marquette when yep. he was with you guys there. A lot of people, you know, yeah, he, he, his he, brain he, about he, that. People really enjoyed talking to him. Yeah, that's really cool, man. It just goes to show you too. Like you know, we brag. I brag about Bluff City Outdoors, you know, all the time. And but I mean, just what you just listed, just that level of expertise of people that are connected to bluff city outdoors and that was just the fishing world you know you you have just as much depth uh when it comes to the botex jeff and his team and all of that they're like um bluff city outdoors and your staff really are an asset to the outdoor community of the st louis area yeah uh, and it's really on display it it is and we're trying to to you know build our our business you know i mean you know we're 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 small me and me and wife you know we're Mm -hmm. you know that's how it started but 
we're trying to do more than what a even what a, you know definitely a big chain doesn't do it. But you know, last year we brought the R one hundred archery event to the area. They're coming back. Yeah, we actually have brought another archery event to the St. Louis area. It's going to be up at Pier Marquette. Oh, nice! And uh, as happenstance would happen to be. They actually, they're, they're on the same weekend. Oh, so, no. So I, I told him, I said, I don't know if that's good or bad. I said it could, we could. You'll I be, mean, if you're an archer, though, you're going to have two of the best big outdoor shoot events in the country in the same area the same weekend. You better figure out a way to clone yourself. <laughs> we'll be busy. I'm just, I'm just hoping the people that, uh, it's called the Mountain Archery Fest. Yeah. Uh, it's, they have, I think. That's so cool. Three events on the East Coast. There's three out West. They were looking, one of their guys came into the, to the R100 last year, came into the shop. He was in there every day. He was down there crappie fishing while he was, uh, you know, uh, passing some time, yeah, you yeah. know, waiting for the R100 to open. But he came in and loved the shop, and he goes, man, he goes, my buddy that runs these, he's looking for a place in the Midwest. Boom. And I told him, I says, you know, you, you know, you, he had already shot the R100 a couple of days, and he came back, and he goes, I said, Pierre Marquette was too rugged of terrain for what we were doing, mm. for the, what the R100 wanted. I, and, but this uh, mountain archery fest, they uh, they want rugged. Yeah, they, it's a they, little they, more. Yeah. Yes, they replicate like 20 of the most difficult world record shots. Uh, yeah. They'll actually replicate those. Wow, and that's people cool. Shoot it. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be pretty good, and we're we're going to try to uh, combine Jeff uh, or Bowtech. He's been wanting to get a a traditional bow festival event going, and we're going to try to combine that with the Mountain Archery Fest. So gotcha. So Jeff's going to be spending what an a lot exciting of time. year. Yeah, it, it's going to be great. It I is going to be know, great. That's that's awesome. You know, I figure you know only working seventy two hours a week. I, what's another? Yeah, thing, you know? right. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs sleep? So that is yeah. so that, that is uh, the yeah. irony of that timing is is that's going to be a crazy that's going to be it's going to be a crazy but I'm thinking weekend. you know it could be the the CVS Walgreens the Lowe's Home Depot principle you know the drawing strength of two is greater than yeah the two added you know singularly together for sure and so, and you know just uh, another feather in your cap and another great thing for our area and people that enjoy. Uh, the great outdoors and in these uh, outdoor events and activities to have all that uh, coming up. And of course, we'll keep you posted every step of the way right here on the Bluff City Outdoors show. That is Mark McMurray, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors. He's my co-host. I'm Tony Colombo, and we are going to talk to Jared Cottingham about the Squirrel Bowl. The Squirrel Bowl. I look forward to this conversation. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Bluff City Outdoors show on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STL. My roots, put my boots down on the barrio. You're listening to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. This is the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the Bluff City Outdoor Show. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Quentin and my partner Mark McMurray from Bluff City Outdoors. And our guests this week, two guests joining us on the line. We have Jared Cottingham, who uh, runs the Squirrel Bowl. And we also have Tanya Kessinger with us from Project Third Day, who is uh, the charity that is involved with this event. And, uh, Jared, I was saying to Mark before the show, 
and really all week long. Like yep. normally I normally I you know when when we bring on a guest, you know, we'll tell if I'm you know if I'm the one booking the guest or Mark is booking the guest, we'll tell, you know, who they are, what they do, what we're gonna talk about, all of that. When Mark said squirrel bowl, I said just stop. I don't wanna know anything I wanna <laughs> I want to get it fresh. I want, I want to. I want to. I want to have a genuine reaction uh, and, and learn when everybody else does about the squirrel bowl. So I am. I am super excited that you guys are are with us today, and really appreciate your time this afternoon. So uh, so thank yeah. you again for for yeah, being here. Yeah, thanks so much. So yes. So, much so this event is in Carlinville, Illinois, and uh, you know, which is not not far from uh, from all of our listeners here in the uh, St. Louis metro area, and it's called the Squirrel Bowl, and that's about all I know. So please tell us about this uh, this event. All right. Well, um, again, thanks for having us on. Um, this is great. Uh, this is uh, so Squirrel Bowl is is it's a uh, it's a squirrel a squirrel hunting tournament. Two man. Uh, Two-person uh, squirrel hunt that started. This is our ninth year. Um, I used to do this as a before we called it squirrel bowl. Just did it for fun um, with a group of guys in the winter time, and then it became one year. I just decided, what if we did it for a charity? And it was a, a very small event with you know about twenty-five teams or something like that. And and now it's it's grown into um, and just in just you know eight years of doing it. It uh, we had around 800, a thousand people that came through the door both Friday and Saturday at our event. So, um, it's just blown up into a big event. Um, it is so just so much more than just a squirrel than just a squirrel hunt. Um, it's a Friday night event, registration, food, live music, raffles and games and just a good time. And then, um, then the hunt is on Saturday and then, um, and then we have a, we have an awesome ceremony where project third day changes group will talk and, um, and it's just a, it's just a, it's just a room full of great, great people that, that all, they're all there to, to give and uh, the causes, uh, um, the causes what, what, what's all about. So it's, uh, it's really grown. We started, you know, we started around making about what, $1,600 our first year. That's right. Yes. <laughs> and then last year, you know, we grossed 175000 that is awesome it sounds mark it just sounds like a blast it just sounds like a really cool event whether you're participating or not or if you're just you know uh attending or whatever it sounds awesome uh i definitely have i definitely have questions uh for you jared about (laughs) about about how it all works uh but tanya i wanted to to first ask you about um you know for for people that aren't familiar with project third day it's a uh a children's charity and uh uh, a really great cause. And tell us about the charity and how you got how you you made this connection with with Jared in, in this event. Sure, absolutely. Well, um, Project Third Day began in 2012. Um, just a core group of best friends um, came together. We were actually in a Bible study together, and we were talking about doing things for the community and and such. And uh, one of our friends had been to a conference. And it, the, the topic was kids who relied on food um, in the schools as their primary source of nutrition, yeah. um, that that is becoming sort of this nationwide epidemic. So, again, this is 12 years or in 2012, so we're talking, you know, it's been a while now. Yeah. Uh, we got talking about that, and I said, you know, I wonder if we should just ask the schools in Carlinville if that's really a thing here, you know, where 
kids are really just relying on the school lunch to be their primary source of food for the day. So uh, long story short, we went and met the school, and um, they told us, yes, it was, in fact, a thing. Um, it was becoming a thing in 2012 to the, to the tune of they were approaching that 50% mark of kids qualifying for free and reduced lunch at school, which meant, you know, they had a socioeconomic level that was, you know, they, they had need. And so we just started right then and there. Um, we're going to provide food to send home with kids on long weekends from school, knowing that they're missing a day of nutrition. You know, if they get a Friday early out, you know, for a holiday or whatever, um, then boy, they're missing out on that day they're relying on. So that's how we actually started was we had the school choose the 35 kids that were in the most need. And we just started putting bags of food together and getting it to the school at night in secret. Um, we didn't even know the kids or anything. The school got the food to kids. We have a whole system for that. We worked with the school on that system. And that's how we started. Um, so we did all of this under the radar. Nobody knew we were doing it. Um, and that's actually how Jared got involved here. Um, I work at Carl and Valeria Hospital, um, and he does as well. We're coworkers. And he sort of, quote, unquote, caught us packing food bags in the hospital cafeteria one night after kind of after hours and was like, what are you guys doing? And we told him and I don't know what happened in between his ears that made him come up with this idea uh, or what that sequence is. I'm sure he could tell you that. But um, that's actually sort of the the catalyst to all of this is we were doing things under the radar on a really small scale. Um, and the hospital was actually secretly helping us purchase some food as well. I want to say that. Oh, that's cool. Um, and they still do help us in a really big way still today. Um, and that's how we started, 35 kids. Um, we amazing. are now We are now multiple chapters. We have a chapter in Carlinville, in Raymond Lincolnwood, in Morrisonville. We actually serve seven schools in the Alton area. Um, there's Project Third Days in seven of those schools. Um, we have a chapter in the Roxana, the Metro East area, down by you guys, yeah. um, called Project Third Day Care, and one in my hometown um, called the Wildcat Way. To the tune of, we're now helping over 840 kids wow. with food insecurity that and is other incredible. Dairy resources. Yeah, and I can, mm-hmm. and I, and and you're you're so right. It was something that I um I remember you know learning about several years ago, and um you know and you come to that realization that like you said it's a, it's a, all over our area and all over, uh, across the country that for so many kids um the school the school lunches and and you know the school food is their is their best meal of the of the day and something that they uh, rely on so. Um, I, I, I can't, uh, thank you enough for your hard work and, uh, and helping kids in, in the area with, uh, something that is, that's so important. And, and, and Jared, I imagine, I mean, like what a, a perfect partner to be working oh. with on, on your event. Yeah, there's, there's no, there's no question that this event would not do what it does without, you know, such an awesome cause behind it. You know, it, it stays local. We get to see what they do. Um, it just, it was just a perfect match and, um, and yeah, and, and we just, Certainly enjoy the partnership that we've that we've uh, formed with them. So, okay, so uh, I gotta know 
I got to know how uh, this works because I've been, I've done, you know, tournaments of, of various types before, but never, a, I've never been in a squirrel hunting tournament. So walk me through the, the competition. Is it like you, you have this area and all these people run out and start, start shooting at squirrels <laughs> and whoever collects the most wins, uh, or, you know, what, uh, walk me, walk me through the, uh, walk me through the tournament a little bit because it just, like I said, it just sounds like such a unique, fun thing. Yeah, it's a great time. So, so Friday, um, Friday starting at five o'clock is our registration party, and it's also a vendor party. Um, and 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 Mark uh, Mark's group has has had a vendor table there before too. Um, that's where you come in and you register. And we do it's two person teams, or we do also an, an adult youth division. Um, so if you have a youth under sixteen, they have to be with an adult. So we have two different divisions there. Um, and you hunt, uh, it, we, we've kept the, we've kept the entry fee the same since the year we started, which is $25 a person. Um, youth are free and you, you, um, you go hunt your own ground, any ground that you have permission to hunt. So the, the actual hunt itself starts on Saturday morning, um, starts at legal, you know, DNR, we go, we go by the books with being legal. Um, you start hunting at, at day, you know, the sun up and then, uh, our weigh in time, you have to be back at the fairgrounds by 1 PM. Um, so then we, then we weigh in, if you get your 10 squirrels, cause you can kill, you can do five, you can get five squirrels a piece as a hunter. You get your 10 squirrels and we, they weigh them. And then we just basically, it's kind of like a fishing tournament at that yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds uh, very similar. So, yeah. That's... And then, um, and so, and then, and then Saturday is just, a, just an awesome, awesome day because, um, we've grown so big that, um, we also years ago and started inviting some military groups to join us and, um, and, it's the same kind of people in that room that want to help both, both causes that we started with like land of Lincoln honor flight. Now we have, um, who are deer hunt for heroes who are become our dear friends. Um, they do an amazing hunt for and, and fishing and a lot of things now for, um, for wounded heroes. And, uh, I had the privilege of going to hunt with them uh, at their camp this year. And then last year we had South special operations wounded warriors there as well. And they had representatives from North Carolina and Tennessee and, um, then we had Hava, honored American veterans of field. Um, so, um, we brought them into the fold and we do some separate auctions and items and, and raffles for them as well that, you know, that, they, that we, that money will, you know, designated to go to them. So we're able to, to help those causes out as well. And, um, and the, the most important thing is it's, it's made some unbelievable friendships and, and connections and it's just, it's just kind of amazing what all yeah, that, and that and you know what that really is like the bot the, the the running theme of all the conversations that we've had on this show over the couple of years that we've been doing in Mark and in other places that um, you know the outdoor community you know you see it every day it's, it's, City. A, it's a good fairly does, close knit yeah community. and does yep. so much for the community and you know and for you know the parks and the waterways and lands i mean it's just uh just add this to the list of all those uh you know really really great stories and really great events um i want to i want to learn a little bit more about uh, uh project third day but jared before we run out of time uh when is this year's the the date again of this year's tournament and for people that are listening and want to learn more about the tournament possibly um uh, participate where can they get all of that information uh social media websites all that good stuff okay so our um event is uh friday and saturday february 2nd and 3rd um as i said uh friday night starts at 5 p.m it's at the base building mccoupin county fairgrounds we have our registrations we have raffles we have vendors food and it's free food by the way on friday night we have cash bar and then we have an awesome band lick creek 
is coming to play at our event this year. They are an unbelievably awesome band from around Springfield area. And then, um, you know, on Saturday it starts, like I said, and ends at 1, but then at, at 2 p.m. is when our ceremony starts. And that's, um, we'll have a, we have a catered meal then. You'll have to buy uh, t- tickets for the meal if you're not participating. If you're a, if you're a veteran or if you're a hunter in it or whatever, then you, you go for free. But we'll have all kinds of prizes and auctions and, um, and, and we do a veteran and, and Project Third Day recognition. Um, but yeah, to, uh, to sign up, you can either, so to sign up a team, um, um, we have a private Facebook page. Um, it's just called Squirrel Bowl 9. So if you do a search for it, it'll prompt me and I let you in. Um, we work with DNR to make this, um, to make this work. And, you know, DNR just told us to probably keep it private just to, sure. just to keep it safe. And, and so, yeah, you can find all the information there. Um, we'll have an online where you can, you can register, you can pre-register online, um, and pay online for your entry fees in case you can't make it Friday night. Um, but yeah, if you just type in Squirrel Bowl, but the Facebook page is facebook.com slash group slash Squirrel Bowl, and that will, and that will get you there. Gotcha. Or you can, anyone can, anyone can email me if they have any questions. Um, my, my email address is Jared Cottingham, which is J E R O D C O T T I N G H A M at Gmail. Good stuff. Yeah. Squirrel Bowl 9 is it just search that on Facebook and get into that group if you want to learn more. And with it being in February, Jared, we got to get you back on. Yeah, there's some good time. Yeah, we got to get it. you back and, on, uh, you know, maybe once before and then once after, because I got to I, I got to hear how it all how it all goes this year. And uh, Tanya, before we run out of time for people that are listening and want to uh, get involved with Project Third Day, um, especially with some of those 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 local chapters that we have right here in our area um how can they learn more and uh, and get involved sure well the number one way is i would encourage you to come to squirrel bowl um because we'll have all the chapters represented there um you know all of the the heads of our chapters like the roxana one and alton they will be there and we always have a certain time of the ceremony where i kind of call them out so that you know if you're attending from the metro east area i can point you to the right people um you can look up uh, Project Third Day on Facebook as well. Um, I will admit, for many years, we kept ourselves pretty under the radar, so you may not see a lot going on on the Facebook pages, uh, but we're getting better about that, and uh, I can direct you the right one if somebody messages me through um, through that. But I, I will say, you know, this event has, has just helped us go from feeding 35 kids with just, you know, a small bag of food to helping 840 kids. And now we're not just doing food. We're doing things like pillows and blankets and coats and uh, making sure they have emergency supplies if they've had a fire, um, life kits, all sorts of things. So we would we would probably still be quietly helping 35 kids if it wasn't for this awesome group of patriots and uh, squirrel hunters, if you know what I mean. Incredible. Yeah, it is. That is just so awesome. Uh, awesome. Fun, unique event, and for a great cause. I mean, that is a perfect. It's a perfect recipe, a yeah, perfect formula. I just yeah. got a couple things for yeah, Jared, real please, quick. Go ahead, uh, Mark. Hey, Jared, make sure you, if you could, email me a flyer, something that's you know PDF yep. format. I'll print them out. Yep. I'll put them out at the shop. I can get them to you know the couple more archery shops that um, we're yeah. doing some stuff with, and uh, try to get the word out a little bit better. And then I'm also going to need some squirrel tails. <laughs> I, I, I got a, I got a jig tire down in Tennessee that wanted to know if I had it 
could get any squirrel tails, and I said, "Well, probably." Yeah, yeah this would be the this would be a place to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, love it. Yeah, I love yeah. It. And, uh, Mark, I will tell you. I will tell you that on tomorrow. Um, I hope tomorrow uh, the flyer will be completely finished. The uh, the actual front page of the flyer is done has been sent out, but the actual um, all the information the 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 sponsors is one thing I didn't mention. We have a lot of sponsorship opportunities, a bunch of different levels. Super so cool. um, on the site tomorrow, we'll have all that information. And Mark, I will email you um, the finished copy, and um, and then uh, yeah, it's it, it's got all the information you ever need in this packet of the four or five pages. So yeah, well, for me, I, I, yeah. I can't ever go. I'm, I'll be down in Marion that weekend for a fishing show, but I, I think my wife and Ian, I think my yeah. wife and Anthony went up there that last year. That is so cool. I mean, but Mark and I both have just this entire conversation. Both of us have just had big smiles on our face having this whole conversation. It's such a cool event. And like I said, uh, we got to get you guys back on again very soon as we get closer to the Squirrel Bowl. And then I'll need a recap, uh, of course, as well. Tanya Kessinger, Jared Cottingham, thank you guys so much for your time this afternoon. Thanks for sharing your story and talking about your event. And uh, look forward to talking to you again very, very soon. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much. Thanks. Man, that was cool. That was that was cool. That's a cool. Yeah, that's a. Doesn't get much better now. Yeah, yeah. We've heard a lot of cool, unique stories on this show. That one might be the most. That unique. one's up there. That one's up there for sure. All right, we have our fishing report, abbreviated version of this week's fishing report, and a little more to talk about as we go through the Bluff City Outdoors show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to 1019 941 News Talk STL. Yeah, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, never knew how much that muddy water meant to me. But You're listening to the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. This is the Bluff City Outdoor Show on News Talk STL. Welcome back to the Bluff City Outdoor Show. And, yeah, really cool conversation in that last segment uh, with Tanya Kessinger from Project Third Day, great charity uh, who are involved with the Squirrel Bowl, which happens February 2nd and 3rd in Carlinville, Illinois. And Jared Cottingham, who runs the Squirrel Bowl, was with us in that last segment as well. Uh, perfect reminder that if you missed any of that conversation, Make sure you're subscribed to the Bluff City Outdoors show podcast so you never miss anything that happens here on the show. We put the show out as a podcast shortly after we get off the air every week and basically on every podcast platform. So whatever your favorite one is, make sure you're subscribed to the Bluff City Outdoors show and you'll never miss any of those those great conversations. Also want to remind you. As we talk about all these great outdoor activities, another one of those activities, of course, is grilling and barbecuing. And the next time you're out grilling, make sure you have a bag of Rockwood Lump Charcoal with you. Rockwood Lump Charcoal, family-owned local business that has also been rated the number one consumer-ranked charcoal in the country, multiple years running. Uh, just a superior project uh, product across the board. If you are used to the traditional briquettes, uh, one time, one experience one use of rockwood lump charcoal and you will never go back it uh you need uh, 
much less of it because it's not full of all of the extra chemicals and filler that the briquettes are. So your 20-pound bag goes a whole lot further with Rockwood Lump Charcoal. Also, it burns cleaner. It burns hotter. It burns faster. It gives you more control of what you're doing. It's just a superior product all around and a great local business that you're supporting. Rockwood Charcoal is available in over 100 area stores. Find the closest one to you and pick up some grilling tips and tricks all at rockwoodcharcoal.com. Uh, Mark, yeah, that was what, what a cool <laughs> conversation that was. Yeah, that just uh, how did you find them? So how did you get? Hooked I, up? I met them. They came into the store okay. and they came down there to see if they could get you know buy some stuff for their auctions for this event. And then you know we just got to talking to them. I think my wife was there at first, and then they came back down to talk to me. And so so they, they come down every year and they they buy some stuff, and then we donate some stuff. For their silent auctions and stuff, so to help them raise money. So that's how I we got to know them, and they're just it's just a it's a great event. Mm-hmm. It's just good people, you know. The my you know my wife said you know it was just everybody was so nice up at this event. All the people that come through there, you know, yeah, you know, she gets a little nervous going into some of those areas. You know, Carlinville's probably ninety eight percent white. My wife's oh, black, yeah, but she goes. Everybody in these little towns makes her feel so welcome. That's the outdoor community that we were just talking that's about. What I told her it's that's the what outdoor just community. Yeah. It's just it's unlike most. Of, it is. It's just everything. It is. You know, nothing really compares. They're they're just good people. You're, uh, yeah. Over, you know, I, I I couldn't agree more. And um, uh, you you are the tournament guru. Um, I'll brag about you a little bit. I know that you won't, but um. You know, your experience of building the Alton Catfish Classic and other fishing tournaments and now getting involved in various archery events and tournaments. Um, even for you, the uh, squirrel hunting tournament in that in that fashion yes. was probably something that you were like, wow. <laughs> Never heard of that. <laughs> Never you heard know? of that one. And you're, and you, and you're usually uh, uh, pretty up to speed on all these tournaments. Yeah, it's just the whole concept's cool. It is you know? super cool. It is, you know. I mean, there's plenty of squirrels out there to hunt, and right, you know. And then, you know, and I gotta wonder if there isn't a team or two out there that's, you know, got their little chunk of land set aside and throwing some, you know, sunflower seeds and yeah. peanuts over those squirrels, <laughs> trying to fatten them up a little bit. You know, this is one of those times that I really wish that my my grandpa was still around. If I ever told the story about my grandpa and the tally marks in the, I don't think shed. so. So I. Um, uh, one of my first like experiences with guns and and not hunting trapping in this case was um, uh, when I was a little kid. You know, always hanging out at my my grandma and grandpa's house. My grandpa was one of the first people that took me uh, fishing on a regular basis. He had he lived by Spanish Lake and he had a little he had a little bass boat and we would take that out and fish all the time. And um, you know, so I spent a whole. And he was a he was a big. Uh, deer hunter he's a big big hunter as well um and so you know a lot of you know i learned a lot of that out you know this this fishing and hunting and outdoor skills and all of that in my early life from him and i was i was little i was probably like six seven eight something like that and we went outside in his backyard one day and he had this big garden you know him and my grandma loved to plant and grow tomatoes and other things and he had squirrel traps out there and we, I go outside with him one day, and I have no idea what we're doing. I'm just following him. Grab, picks up a trap. It's got a squirrel in it. He had this pellet gun, and he held the trap up, stuck the pellet gun in the trap, 
like never. I have again. I have no idea even why we're what we're doing outside going out. So I'm like, what is what what is going on? <laughs> Shoots the squirrel, and then in his shed, and I had seen the tally marks of, on the back wall of the shed before. He picks up a sharpie and makes another tally mark, and I was like. Okay, that's what that's, that's what that's, that's for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a he had a long standing war against squirrels getting in his uh, in his garden. <laughs> so, oh, because I think of him when I when I when I'm in there about this. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so super cool. Um, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, it's been a couple of weeks uh, since you and I have talked. Um, uh, I wanted to get an update on. We haven't really talked since the Black Friday sale at at Bluff City Outdoors, and then also I'm I'm kind of um, where are we at it as far as hunting season is concerned. Do we have a, a lot more time left, or is it, are we getting near the end? If people want to you know take still got about a little over a month left for archery uh i think there's a couple muzzle loader seasons left in missouri and illinois i think black powder illinois is this weekend and then uh, some counties have a late season uh you know it's another gun hunt but it's later in the season not every county has that but i think it's around january 15th that uh, all the deer hunting archery and everything starts wrapping up uh, about then you know i know waterfowl's in swing now yeah a lot of waterfowl hunting going on and uh, and then trapping's in full swing. We're starting to see trappers come out. You know, they they usually wait in Illinois for that second gun season to get finished. Now, and so they've been showing up. You know, get out and catch, start catching some coyotes and stuff. That's and, cool. Yeah, it, it's it, it is. It's a good time of the year for all of that stuff going on. And it's and fishing stays good. It's just people don't can they you know yeah. they want to go or. Speaking of the podcast, if you missed last week's show with Mike uh, Marfell in here with us, you know, talked a lot about winter fishing fishing this time of year and you know he this is he loves it he's spending some time out on the water just you know recreationally yeah for a guy like that who usually you know um is always you know in a tournament you know taking it seriously for this to be the time of year where he's like i'm gonna go out and you know i know he's he you know he we joke because he is a professional fisherman but he does have another job and you know, I always he's always very modest about that. But, you know, it's still part of his job is to fish. And whenever you're doing your job recreationally, that means yes. it's a, you're really having fun. You're it's having a really fun. good time to do it. So when a guy like him is like, yeah, I'm just going to go fishing just for the fun of it today, you know, it's a really good time to be out on the yep. water. So excellent. excellent. Yeah. yeah. Great conversation with him last week. If you missed uh missed any of it make sure you are checking out that uh, podcast and i would imagine um you know like i said the black friday sale at bluff city is over with but still a great time uh, i can't think of anywhere better to go if you are you know if you have other outdoor uh lovers in your family uh bluff city outdoor gift cards and just a great place and, to go. To and, s- and right now we're still we're still holidays. running uh, a lot of deals on uh, bows and crossbows uh with the model change and everything and they you know, they finally pull that pricing structures to where we can do that mm-hmm. so that's still ongoing uh you know it's a, it just supplies for the 2023 bows and crossbows you know once they're gone they're gone mm-hmm. but uh, it's you know 10 15 off on most of them and uh, you know people have been coming out picking those up i told him guys i said we're gonna push the black friday but then we're gonna extend <laughs> it you know <laughs> nice we, we knew it. we wanted to do yeah, that yeah. and we did just get two two pallets of new product from bear archery uh some some new bows we haven't carried before uh and so the guy's been putting that stuff up, and I got a two two pallets of stuff from Daiwa that that we got in there now. So there's there's going to be, let's put it yeah. this way there's going to be some more deals 
on on especially on the weekends yeah between now keep an eye on the bluff city outdoors facebook page that's the best place to keep up with all of the things happening there uh at the shop of course also the website bluffcityoutdoors.com but uh the facebook page you can stay up to speed on everything that's happening out at bluff city outdoors and only a couple minutes left but if you uh let's uh i have a speaking of mike marfell he gave me a a quick bass fishing report, um, and I know that you said that you had a little abbreviated uh, river report that you could that you could give. So. Yeah, I got I got it. I can hit a few lakes real quick. Yeah. Uh, so Eric Morris yeah, hit Carlisle a couple times for crappie, doing well. Uh, hair jigs, plastics, doing well out there. And then I got a fishing report from Rend. It's still on fire down there. Uh, minnows are doing all right. Jigs are doing well. And then. Um, let me think. Oh, yeah, just the river fishing for catfish in general. Getting some good reports. Uh, Bill Ray was out there, and he, he caught his personal best. I think it was a 68 and had a numerous other fish. Uh, Will Ash was out there the other day, and they just they caught over 50 or 60 catfish. Wow. And uh, he said they were just on. There weren't any huge ones in it, but a lot of 15s, 20s. So the fishing's good. They're starting to catch walleye and sauger down Chain of Rocks. Uh, that's an annual winter thing that happens down there. So it, it's fishing's good if you, you just got to tolerate the weather. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And that's basically the uh, theme of Mike's report here as well, specifically bass fishing at Lake of the Ozarks. He said that the fishing is good and it's getting great. Water temperatures in the low 50s. Top water bite is playing, but the best bite has been on small finesse jig with a small trailer. He said, if you have some wind, the jerkbait can play well. Wiggle wart or chuck rock banks working as well. He said, but if you have black, uh, bright skies with little or no wind, lock that finesse jig in your hand all day. And he wrote that in all caps, so he's very serious. Yep. <laughs> Most of the fish, fish are shallow, six feet or less. But uh, close to the deep water, be safe out there. Wear your, your life jacket and kill switch anytime you have that outboard on. Uh, anything else to clean up before we wrap up the show today? Uh, other than a reminder to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Make yep. sure you keep Get up that. with Bluff City Outdoors Facebook. on Facebook. I'm also running some yeah. raffles out there. So uh, it's I, I throw a thing out there. We use uh, you know Venmo and yeah. PayPal type stuff, yeah. Cash App too. Uh, but yeah. we have some of those. People love them at Christmas. Yep. Uh, that's yeah, that's when we do them. Uh, yeah, you never know when something like that is something cool is going to pop up on that Facebook. Page. Uh, and I do have to. So we did a fifteen hundred dollar gift card game the other day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm there and we you know we got all our entries in. Just happen to be you know some customer. I always try to have a customer draw them if possible. Yeah. So I'm there. Couple couple guys back here, and one of them has his like ten year old son with him. And if if you go on a Facebook, you page a butt. So he, I have him draw it. Yeah, and he he draws it. It was uh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name that won. Uh-huh. So you know, I went and said, okay, that's the winner. We do it live on vi- Facebook video. Yeah. So I draw it. Boom, he wins it. And then I go Facebook. I thank the kid for doing it. Uh, took his took the picture, and then uh. uh contact said hey you won the $1,500 gift card and he fires me a message back he goes hey is that kid still there I said yeah he goes out of the $1,500 give him a hundred of it wow <laughs> so the kid he got a hundred dollar uh a gift card for, the theme for, of the for, day has been the outdoor community yep. and and you know just uh how much the the giving and sharing and and positivity comes from yesterday it. yesterday I had a little three-year-old girl draw it the drawing yeah and uh 
So she drew it. You know, everybody saw that, thought that was great. And then uh, the person who won it, he's one of my regular customers. He uh, he goes, is she still there? I said, yeah, she's, she's there with her mom and her dad. He goes, give my phone number to the mom. I'm going to send a little girl something for Christmas. Oh, that is so cool. You know, again, just it, it's just that, it's that spirit. Really That's is? actually how we met the Squirrel people. Yeah. We were yeah. doing a bunch of kids combo giveaway at Christmas time. Had some of my customers donating money because this was during COVID. And so we were giving them combos. We'd gotten a huge shipment in, and I said, man, we can do this because it was so hard to get merchandise. And the people from the Squirrel Balls saw that, so they came out and actually donated enough to buy 10 kids combos. Oh, wow. So we were giving them away, and that's Love how it. we found out about the event. So. That is so cool. That is so yeah, cool. It, it is. It is. Yeah. Just, again, it's, a, it's that community. Yep. Keep an eye on that uh, Facebook page, Bluff City Outdoors Facebook page, to uh, make sure you never miss any of those opportunities. And, of course, tune in each and every week right here to the Bluff City Outdoors show. For my partner, Mark McMurray, and producer Quentin, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of the Bluff City Outdoors show here on 1019 and 941 News Talk STL. I was born.